You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The time is almost upon us, Sarah. Oh my God! Where it's... once a year men gather to play the royal game. That men is a loose term. They've been so inspired to do and compelled, really, as they travel out of the city to the vast grounds of the Northwest, to the Royal Ricketts grounds, where oh the games shall commence hither tomorrow. Do you? There's something seriously wrong with you. I don't even have any words for your Ricketts accent. Hello, everyone. Oh my this God. is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler <laughs> here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the cyberwebs, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we've got a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today. I know I say that every show, but it's true. And uh, joining us in just a little while, we'll have Matt from Secret Society. Woo! Yes, so Matt's going to be stopping by, and uh, that is it's always awesome when he does so. One of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, and friend. And friend. And friend. Sponsor and friend. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Matt's going to be coming by, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a bunch of stuff to get to. I, before I discuss what I was talking about at the beginning of the show, one more quick reminder. The Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party coming up on November 14th. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the link right there, and pick up your tickets. This is going to be... An epic night. It's going to be awesome, and we really want you guys to be And there. I can't wait to meet everybody. I mean, I can't wait to see everybody who lives in Portland, but also people that are traveling from everywhere, yeah. basically. And we'll be hanging out. So yeah. we're going to be hanging we're out. There. There's, there's going to the be lots run. of entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, but we will also be hanging out there the entire time, so we want to hang out, have a Yeah, there will also be some talk. time there to, like, yeah, shoot the shit. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time, and we really want you guys to pick up your tickets. So funemploymentradio.com, if you have not done so yet. Click on that link and pick them up. Also that night, of course, Courage will be playing. And a quick note of that, because we've gotten a lot of emails, I didn't realize that Courage's music isn't actually up anymore. It's not on the website. Oh, people can't even find it anywhere? Well, no, because it got transferred, and I never put it, submitted it to iTunes and all that stuff, so I probably should have. But I am uh, building a site for that. It should be up early next week so you guys can listen to all of the old tracks all the albums will be up they'll be free to listen to and uh, what I'm going to be doing is building a Squarespace website because they are a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio and they make building a site really easy so I have no excuse not to have my, mu- my music up there fact and uh, it, you know if you have a band or anything this is seriously the way to go because it's easy to drag and drop and you look professional it's nice it's clean it's slick you can put all your music up there whatever you want to put up you can even sell your music and things on there because they have a they have a store incorporated cool. you can sell merchandise so that is courtesy of Squarespace squarespace.com and you can use Use the offer code Fun Employment to get ten percent off, which I'll be doing. Um, so, <laughs> yep, I'm going to use our own code to get ten percent off. Might as well. I'm going to do it. So that there will be a website for that. It'll be next week, but that is courtesy of Squarespace. So use the offer code Fun Employment to get ten percent off. All right, but that being said, yeah, there we go. So that's, before that happens, before something it, epic is happening. Yes, this weekend. So let oh me go God, back. Is this the to story the origins? you always tell? This story. 
of something that I call Ricketts Fest. So this is God. a camping trip for men only. It is a guys camping trip. No, it's a no, it's not. It's a camping trip for boys only. And it happens once a year. It's been going on for I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years now. It's been a long time. Every year I think you multiply it by like 2. It's been going on for 37 years. Yeah, apparently. Uh, every every year I've been alive, I've gone to Ricketts Fest. So it's a guys camping trip. That we have where we go up into the woods, into the middle of nowhere for a couple of days, and we possibly consume a lot of beverages and we play the royal game of rickets. Now, let me explain rickets. It's not actually oh, the disease. Seriously. The game of rickets originated when myself, uh, Gavin, and Nate all went on a camping trip into the backwoods of Idaho as we traveled Use over there. Use your old timey voice while you're doing this. We traveled. Make it, make it more interesting for me. <laughs> We traveled over to Idaho looking for adventure and and uh, and uh, cool places to go. The sights, the scenery, the sounds, the smells. And we found ourselves at the Seven Devils Mountains. The Seven Devils Mountains were an amazing sight. We found a campground and we realized, well, we didn't have much to do. So what we did was we set up a can. And with that can, we lined up our chairs approximately 20 feet away from said can and picked up rocks and started throwing rocks at that can. And when we hit it, we would make somebody take a drink. And that drink that they took was called a cowboy spritzer. Now, a cowboy spritzer originated like this. We had a bottle of vodka and we had a bottle of citrus soda. Now, of course, back in the olden days, the cowboys would have to drink this because they didn't have cups. They would take the two liter and they'd take the vodka take a swig of vodka, take a swig of the the two liter of citrus and mix it up in their mouth and there you go, that's a cowboy spritzer. Now, they did this to fight off what we thought was rickets because we thought that's what happened when you didn't get vitamin C. It turns out that's scurvy. It should have been named scurvy. But we thought it was rickets at the time and so there, ergo, we named it the Game of Rickets. And the next year, we brought it back to the masses, to the people, to the other fellas who wanted to go up and play this royal game and that became Rickets Fest. And that is what happens every year where we go up and play our game. I think David said it the best in the chat when he just, when you were describing this. He just wrote, so Fridays well, kind of. is Rickets Fest basically yeah. Yeah. every week. You take cowboy spritzers. Cowboy spritzers and you go up into the woods. It is amazing. It's awesome. We do it once a year. And this is the year actually Gavin, who is also the guitarist for Courage, uh, just flew in for Ricketts Fest. He flew down from Alaska just for this camping trip. I kid you not. He just got Nets in today. Friendships are weird. I just picked him up. Uh, he is at my house uh, taking a nap, preparing for for the weekend's activities because we're old now. And uh, and yes, this is uh, it's it's all happening this weekend, Sarah. And I am so excited to get out there and do this. I know you are. Hopefully, you survive it. Hopefully, we survive it. The, so, the, are you going to the same place or a different area this time? We're going to a different area because the place where we normally go, we normally go up uh, outside of Estacada, Oregon, and that is entirely on fire right now. Literally, it's burning, so we can't go up there. The roads are closed, and it's covered in flames. That wouldn't be a very, very good place to go. That probably wouldn't. No. A bunch of drunk men wandering around. Yeah. Well, not men, boys, wandering around in fire. No. Yeah. No, not it's good. not good. It, it's not a good fire that's going on over there. I think they've got it partially contained now, but it's been burning about a week. I think a few thousand acres have burned. So we're going a different direction. We're going up into the woods of Washington. And I won't say exactly where because I want to keep this to ourselves. But we're going up uh, far into Washington where, dare I say... We may even be in Sasquatch territory. Seriously? The place where we're going, there have been sightings of the elusive Bigfoot. I'm not going to say we're going to find one, but we may end up taking a look for for them. 
And so I think uh, there's a good possibility. I would say probably an 80% Can't possibility. Can't you say that about anywhere in the Northwest that basically someone says that they've seen a Bigfoot like anywhere at oh. any point? How, why is this place more special? Do they have like photographic evidence of this happening? Well, I don't think there's photographic evidence, but I'm just saying but that not there that have pesky been... pesky evidence stuff. Well, you don't need photographic evidence. You just need your mind to see it, and that's really all it is. And there is uh, there, there have been sightings up where we're going. We had legitimate Sasquatch sightings. So I think it's a very good possibility we could run run into a Sasquatch over this weekend. I think that's a that's something that happens at Rick's How do you Fest. prepare for something like that? How do you prepare if you might be the person to finally discover the Sasquatch? Well, number one, it's an honor. If a Sasquatch shows himself to you, you know, it means if you're If he presents special. himself to you? Yeah, if he presents himself, it's something special. You do have to watch out because it could be also uh, breeding season. So you got to be a little bit careful with that. And uh, you'll notice because you'll have you'll you'll smell them first. Very very strong odor. What kind of odor? A very pungent odor. Very musky. A musky odor. A pungent musk. Right. And that's like how you know say, where Bigfoot is near. Say you left a bottle of Old Spice out in the sun for a year and a half, and you let it just kind of ferment a little bit, and some stuff grew in it. That's probably about what it would smell like. That's a, that's about the smell. So there's uh, there's yeah, it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a pretty pretty harrowing trip. So how many of you guys are going? There's going to be about, I think, 11 or 12 of us oh my up God. there, all uh, all playing rickets all weekend and hanging out and having some beverages. Is that all you do, just sit there and get drunk and throw rocks at cans? I Is there anything else to do in the woods? I don't know. Do you like, is there, can you go swimming or? You could, yeah. Yeah, the water's probably pretty cold where we're going. It's going to be up in the mountains. Okay. Yeah, you could you could go swimming if you want to. Sure. You can, you can take a dip. Um, but no, that's... Uh, Pretty much, we throw rocks and drink. That's, These are the weekends cool. that uh, after Greg gets back, he is covered in bug bites. That's and the problem. Scrapes and bruises and uh, the scrapes. See, I call that first blood. Whoever ends up uh, hurting themselves accidentally first—that's drawing first blood. It's usually me. I usually end up cutting myself somehow on accident. I'll brush up against something or I'll drop something. Um, so yeah, I'll probably have some scrapes. That'll probably happen. Yeah. And bug bites. Yes, I will have bug bites. That's going to be – there's nothing I can do about that. No matter how much bug spray I put on, I will be bit. It, it will happen. So that's that's. So true. are there any newbies that are coming this year? Because I know that you have some sort of ricket ceremony for people who have never gone. We do. We do. They, there are some new people that are coming up this, this year. So there's a couple of newbies that are going to be up there. And, yeah, there, there is a little bit of hazing that goes on. I will say that. This isn't, uh, this isn't regulated by anybody. I can say we, there's some hazing. It's not physical damage. It's all mental damage. There'll be and some physical. There'll be maybe emotional, yeah, <laughs> emotional damage. Well, physical damage in that they they'll have to take some extra cowboy spritzers. That's for sure. Yeah, this is this is what goes on. Amy in the chat is saying, "I hope Axe body spray makes that flavor squatchy musk." <laughs> <laughs> it shall be amazing, and I'm sorry I'm going off on it. It's just it's a very exciting. You time. look forward to this every year because I hear the same goddamn story every year about seven devils. The and, seven devils mountain, Sarah. And oh my gosh! And all we had were our wits and some whiskey. What were we to do? Well, Let's throw rocks at empty beer cans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with that? That's kind of that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I know, I know that's how it works because you've been telling me for five years straight how it works. I know how it works. Pretty sure I know how it works. I don't get ready for next year. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of squatch, before we before we go too far into this, because I know our guest is going to be showing up here in a little bit, I do happen to have a squatch watch. Sarah. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! 
Yes, indeed, a Squatch Watch, Sarah. We have breaking news coming out of Russia. Oh, so not of Washington. Not of Washington. No, okay. they have they have squatches over in Russia too. Here's what's happened, Sarah. This is this is big news. I want you to brace yourself. I am. I'm ready. If you're if you're standing up right now, you might want to wait. Sit let me down. guess. Let me guess. Someone has claimed to see a squatch, but they have no legitimate proof of it. Moscow researchers said they have evidence and almas. So that's what they call their Bigfoot, an almas. An almas. 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 Okay. That is a, that is the name of a Russian Bigfoot. That's uh, Russian for Sasquatch. And they claim to have evidence. So Andrei Stroganov, a biophysical technologist at Moscow's agricultural agricultural academy, said he collected a fragment of tree bark near the city that bears the signs of having been marked by a large primate. So it could have been like a monkey. He said it's a primate. He said uh, the. Uh, I am not worried. It could have been a Russian monkey is what you're saying. He said that he believes the creature is living close to the capital. He said he's not worried. They are benevolent and need our protection. And uh, Wait, they? He has evidence of one primate rubbing up against a tree, and now they are benevolent and they live all around? Where there's one, there's more, Sarah. There's going to be more. And he said that they have bagged samples of the bark at the State Darwin Museum and shipped them to Alabama where there's a Russian-born teacher there who's going to search for the DNA traces, which I'm sure he's going to find. And uh, basically, what the Russians are saying is they kind of beat us. This is almost like, you know, we beat them to the moon. They're going to beat us to the, to the Sasquatch evidence. Are you going to be very sad about that? Well, it's Nobody's going to beat anybody to the Sasquatch evidence, Greg, because nobody in the history of Sasquatch or Bigfoot or, what, or Almas or whatever it is that you're talking about mm-hmm. has ever found... Any kind of evidence. Well, obviously they have found evidence, and I'm pretty sure it's going to. No, come some back. monkey has like escaped from the Russian zoo, and like it, it rubbed itself on a piece of bark. Well, you're going to feel really silly about yourself when all this comes true. I will. I will. You know what? If if it is proven that there is a Sasquatch, I will declare. I will declare that you were right and I was wrong. Okay. All right. It will never happen. It will happen, and you will be declaring this on this show. No, it needs to be scientifically proven. It's not like that guy who was toting around the dead body of Sasquatch who turned out to be like an ape costume. Well, yeah, not that guy. But no, this is this is legitimate Russian evidence of, uh, of an Almas, of course, Russian for Sasquatch. So there we go. Proof has been found by the Ruskies. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Are you nervous now that you've seen Willow Creek? Of course, Bobcat Goldthwait's movie about Sasquatches. No. No, I'm not too nervous. What if you hear someone knocking on a tree in the middle of the night? Again, when I go camping, I go camping with people that uh, I'm at least faster than half of them, so I can outrun them. And that's that's the main thing. That's one of the main main tenets of camping. If you're going anywhere where there's going to be possibilities of wilderness or creatures out there, always want to make sure that you're faster than somebody. If you're camping and there's possibilities of wilderness, do you know what you just said? Well, you know, wild creatures showing up. Oh, okay. And I'm saying that the that I will be I'm faster than some of them, so I'll be okay. The slow ones are the ones that get picked off. I thought when it's you saw Sasquatch, you were supposed to like like stay stay calm or like play dead or something. No, you just run away and then let somebody else handle that. Then they they have to deal with it, and then I'll come back and take pictures. And that's kind of how that'll work. Okay, that's how it'll work out for me. Maybe I'll be able to beat the Russians this weekend. 
If I can find the evidence before them, America should actually be behind me on this. You will be too drunk to be able to gather any evidence or like you'll get confused and like see a bear or something about, look, I found a squat. This is a matter of national pride, actually, Sarah. As an American, you should be rooting for me to beat these Russians to the evidence because they shipped theirs off. If I can cut them off at the pass and find it before they do, America wins. And that's the big thing. So you're doing it for America. I'm doing it for America. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, we don't we don't want the Russians to beat us in this thing. Not on my watch. I know, Not this I, time. If I had more energy in me, I would hunt down to where you guys were camping, rent a Sasquatch outfit, and totally just harass you all night long. I'll throw a rock at you. You wouldn't throw a rock at a Sasquatch. We've already talked about this. I would be the one that would kill a Sasquatch. If you saw one, you'd try to preserve it. Well, yeah, no, I research. I just throw a little rock at it. Mm-hmm. Probably, I'd probably throw a rock. But th- there we go. See, so you should be rooting for me. If you are if you are uh, a patriot, Sarah, you'll root for me. If I don't root for you, I'm anti-America. Basically. Okay. That's what you're saying. Okay. That's what you're implying. I mean, I, I the facts are presented to you right there. It's, I got to beat the Russians. Well, Greg, I hope you have a wonderful time in the woods with your friends throwing rocks at cans and Sasquatches. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I hope you have a real good time. It'll be fantastic. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> it's being asked in the chat Why do you hate America, Sarah? Yeah Huh? Whatever I need to think about a few things, I think <sighs> Hello, my friends My name is Sarah X. Dillon Welcome to my world of crazy Crazy uh, First up, I just found the story slightly amusing Um Kim Jong-un in the news right now, not for all the horrible things he usually does, but because secrets are coming out about him, Greg. Really? Secrets. Okay. Let me tell you. So North Korean defectors are now publicly claiming that Kim Jong-un's severe weight problems are due to the fact that he is addicted to Swiss cheese. (laughs) The thing is with him... Nothing actually seems unbelievable. Oh, no, not that, at that's, all. That's a believable thing. Yes. So uh, Kim Jong-un, 31. I didn't realize he was 31. For oh, some, yeah. Yeah, I thought, what a little bastard. Oh, So evil yes. at such a young age. Uh, yes. Um, or if you're, you know, an 18-year-old listening to us at an old age. Right. Because we're so old. Uh, so he developed a taste when he visited uh, Switzerland for a mental cheese. And he reportedly has it imported to North Korea to satisfy his Swiss cheese craving. Uh, so one of the North Korean defectors says that the leader is believed to be purposely increasing his weight to resemble his grandfather. Uh, it's being said that uh, North Koreans think being fat is good. So there's a high, a well, yeah, high chance. Yeah, because they're starving to exactly. death. Exactly. Everyone else is starving, so he wants to be as big of a fat fuck as possible. Uh, so he's uh, trying to gain weight to intentionally look like his uncle. So uh, earlier this year, uh, Kim Jong-un attempted to have people have some people from Switzerland move to North Korea so they could privately make him his Swiss cheese so that he wouldn't have to have it imported. But uh, he actually got something denied. Really? He was not allowed to bring Swiss cheese makers into North Korea. <laughs> so there you go. That's why he's a he's a bastard. Yeah, he's a bastard for a number of reasons. Well, so many reasons. Yep. Next up, an Oklahoma City man has been arrested after police say they caught him Washing his hair with a giant jar of mayonnaise in a public fountain. Ew. 
I don't know why. Okay. Several passersby had called police to complain about a man causing a disturbance at a spot known as the Bricktown Fountain in Oklahoma City. So an officer said that when they approached the scene, uh, Jorge Perez, 23 years young, was soaking wet and breathing heavily, still standing in the fountain with his hands smeared in mayonnaise. Uh, Perez allegedly told police that he was bathing and using mayonnaise as shampoo for his hair because it was good for it. Uh, local ordinance prohibits bathing in public fountains. He was arrested, but he was released. So uh, they did have to collect the mayonnaise as evidence. Ew. But no that's, word as to what they had to do with that. That sounds like something if you read on some internet site of one of your <laughs> crazy places. Your mayonnaise places is good you for your hair. Really? Seriously, the egg whites and mayonnaise are good for your hair. It's good for a conditioner. It's a leave-in conditioner. I swear to God, it makes your hair thick and shiny. You're, you want to put mayonnaise in your hair. I've put mayonnaise in my hair. It's like one of those hippie things that they came up with in the 70s. Where like women would sit at home if they wanted to have long, sleek, like shiny hair. What? You're making this up. I swear to God, look it up. That was a hair trick in the 70s. If women wanted really like sleek. Prove it. You bring a bottle of mayonnaise in here I'm and you put, put it in your hair. I'm not going to put mayonnaise in my hair right now. That's gross. Plus it's hot. I don't want hot mayonnaise head. No, that's disgusting. But no, but I have used it before. And let me tell you, it works. All the oils and the egg whites and stuff in there makes your hair very shiny. And smell terrible. And smell terrible. Ew. Mm-hmm. Hot mayonnaise head. <laughs> no, that's not something anybody needs. <laughs> that's creepy. Next up. A California woman has been accused of playing a cruel and dangerous prank on a couple who bought her dream home. So she decided to take matters into her own hands after she was outbid by the house that she wanted to be her own. So this is what she did. This is pretty fucked up. Nothing actually happened to these people, but this is what she did in order to make their lives a living hell after they got the house that she wanted. So uh, her name is Kathy Rowe. Kathy Rowe was arrested when she was accused of harassing a couple who bought uh, the house in the upscale Carmel Valley neighborhood that she had also placed an offer on. So uh, Kathy Rowe was devastated that she lost her forever home and began to play mean tricks on the husband and wife, which included stopping their mail and also sending strangers over to their home. So this woman... Sending strangers over? It's fucked. All right, listen to this. So Kathy Rowe, uh, she's accused of signing the wife up for sex ads online, including one that she titled Carmel Valley Freak Show, encouraging oh. visitors to drop by unannounced while her husband was at work. Oh. Dude, she also posted that she also allegedly told the men who responded to the listings to push their way inside the home. Holy shit, that's fucked up. Yeah, and gave the men the couple's address. Uh, one All right, signing people up for mailing lists, I, that's that can be funny. Yeah. But uh, no, this is why she's telling in big people, trouble. No. Yeah, no, she's getting charged on, uh, she's getting felony charges of solicitation of rape and sodomy. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that was one of the things that she did. She also um, uh, <laughs> sent them a bunch of unwanted magazines, books, and junk mail that all were addressed to Jacques Ars. <laughs> Sensitive Jacques See, that's, that's, that's kind of funny. funny. Well, that's uh, like my brother when he sent signed me up for all those subscriptions because he had extra when you were a airline shithead miles. Nibbler? Yeah, he signed me up for one as shithead nibbler for uh, I can't remember which magazine that was, and then also senior nibbler and um, what was the other one? Fancy lad nibbler. I still get fancy lad nibbler. Oh yeah, yeah. I still get fancy lad nibbler. And you still sen- get like I get senior nibbler, people, don't you? Yeah, I got people in Spanish and regular people, so I got both. And senior nibblers people in Espanol still shows up. Well, one of the other things that she was doing, so uh, along with uh, sending the mail and soliciting 
rapey people, which yeah, is that's, really creepy. That's yeah. the step over the line. Also, she allegedly uh, sent romantic Valentine's Day cards from the husband to all of the neighboring females. <laughs> <laughs> that's... That's vindictive as fuck. That is fucked up. Yeah, well, if she's convicted, which which it looks like she might be, she could face up to nine years in prison. Now, she said she never knew she was scaring the couple and called their actions just stupid pranks. Those stupid pranks might send her Soliciting to Soliciting rapists years. goes beyond a stupid prank. Yes. that's That part goes beyond. Very, very far Sending beyond. Valentine's letters to all the neighboring women from him. Wow. That takes some I mean, I if you take away the uh let's, let's, the sexual let's disregard assault part, the rape part if you for take, right now. If you take away that part, I give her credit for having that much vindictiveness to like, carry out she all those things. She was that pissed. That mad that she went through with that. And that takes some dedication. I, I will say I I respect the dedication. I've never actually it never has occurred to me that you could like send a letter pretending to be someone else. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, that would be so. That's like you know, if one of your roommates up. sends out letters to. Like, that's not an idea, anyone. <laughs> do not do that with me. That is not. Greg's I will not find that voice. amusing. But that is that. That was kind of funny. And finally, out of Boise, Idaho, this one just made me laugh because of the name of one of these people. Uh, well, and also because it's uh, stupid shit that teenagers do. An SUV full of teenagers crashed in Idaho after one of the passengers, while the driver was driving, decided it would be a good idea to light the driver's armpit hair on fire with a lighter. All five of the teenagers were hurt, but all survived. They don't have any life-threatening injuries. This That's happened good. this past weekend and received medical treatment. So two of the passengers were thrown from the vehicle, but none of the five suffered uh, extreme in- uh, injuries. So the sheriff's department said that the rollover occurred when after a 16-year-old boy was goofing off in the front seat and lit the 18-year-old driver, Tristan Myers. So, so the guy. Oh, excuse named- me. It says Myers. Tristan Myers. <laughs> Not Tristan Mayer from Rip City Bad Boys. I'm I'm sure of it. Lit Tristan Myers' armpit hair on fire while Tristan Myers was driving. Uh, so the crash happened on uh, Sunday morning. So deputies say that Tristan Myers uh, was charged with uh, inattentive driving while the 16-year-old was cited, cited for interfering with the driver's safety, which was lighting Tristan Myers' <laughs> armpits on fire. I uh, mean, the, I'm not going to say that doesn't sound like something I would have done. That sounds exactly like something you're going to do at Ricketts Fest. Now, since I've brought this up. No, I, no, I probably won't. Not now. Some time ago, I I could I could see maybe doing something like that. What? Oh, never Sarah mind. No, that's like a part. No, no, no. I was thinking because like a light bulb someone just said went off. no. So because Keelan's in the chat saying, well, we'll know if it's Tristan if he doesn't have uh, armpit hair. I don't think Tristan has armpit hair. How do you, I've never looked at Tristan's armpits too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a shaving. I don't. I think so. Really? We're just speculating here about just this? Spe- just clearly speculating. A shave? That seems tough. I yeah, do a shaving trim. your armpit sucks, dude. I do a trim. You trim your armpits? Uh, well, every once in a while. I mean, if they get long enough where it looks like I can braid them, then yeah, I'll, I'll trim Why it back a little bit. Why don't you just braid them then? If yeah, I'm not going to braid enough. them. But a shave, that seems very difficult. Obviously, I know women do this every day, but... Huh. You learn something new every day. 
Now everyone's speculating about Tristan's armpits. <laughs> so I don't know. Tristan may or might not have been the guy who got his armpits lit, lit on fire. So we'll never know until we look. And then we'll know. Okay. There you go. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, I do believe our guest is here. I hear some uh, some movement out in the hallway. Okay. All right. Then we should probably take a quick break and uh, get him in here. So Matt from Secret Society going to join us here in just a second. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. So if you're listening live, I'm just going to play a little bit of music, and then we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Seriously? Can't oh, give me a second. I didn't give you second. enough time? No. I don't know how much time. I couldn't tell. I see you. Do, I, do you see me over here still working? Uh, yeah. 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 I couldn't tell. Okay. All right. Well. Now I'm ready. Okay, now we're good. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Okay. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am amazed you haven't eaten those already. I, am, I can't stop looking at you, them. You, of anybody stop. I know, probably has the biggest problem with these. I do. In that you can't stop. No, we were just telling our friend here, we're going to bring on in a second, that I have, like, m- my friends who know how much I love this particular food will make extras or else nobody else will it's, get them. It's like a goldfish. Like, if the, you keep putting them out there, you would probably keep eating them. Yeah, no, and I would yeah. explode. Yeah. Like, I have to stop myself <laughs> from eating them. <laughs> Death by deviled eggs. Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. And joining us now, it is Matt from Secret Society. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hi, Hello. Matt. Hey, y'all. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the magnificent stuff that you have in front of you. Yeah, I brought you a little treat. <gasps> you brought, they're purple. They're purple. <laughs> they're pretty. Um, <laughs> what happened? I, just yeah, I, guess, I guess we're just going to have to like just, cut the shit and maybe, just go straight into this. Maybe we should just, like, just do it just to get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sarah's going to be able to concentrate until we do. It's true. Okay. All, all niceties and formalities yes. aside. Yes. Hi, Matt. Matt Hi. from Secret Society. Um, 116 Northeast Russell Street here in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I have brought for you today um, some pickled deviled eggs. They are purple. Because we use a little beet juice in the pickling, and they are they beautiful. Have radishes up on the top. We have um, some red onion, uh, pickled red onion, in the middle here. And is this how they come when you order them? This That's is how, how they they're come presented? exactly like this. And there will be a picture up too on our. Yeah, it's like a magical flower of deliciousness. And I'm going to just pass them over. <laughs> Thank you, you. You can have. Do I, I mean, three? if you want to eat all five, five of them, you know, oh. do, just do what you're going to do. I would bet you that you couldn't eat all five, but I know you could. I know oh you would be God. able to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm eating on the microphone. That's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. It is actually a sight to behold. I think, I, I think at the next listener event, we should just have a plate of deviled eggs like, during the show and just see how many Sarah can eat in one show. Oh. I'm, I'm like the Kobayashi of fucking deviled eggs, dude. I can kill that shit. Would you enter a contest, like a food eating contest for deviled eggs? Like legitimately. You mm. do love them a lot. You can eat a lot of I deviled eggs. could. <laughs> All right. If anybody knows of any double day eating contest, please let us know. Well, we oh. could, we we could just create this. We could, we could challenge. We could we could we could get a listener to challenge Sarah for charity <laughs> in a devil egg eating contest. Maybe for the next comedy showcase, the opener, the opening act will be Sarah Sarah versus deviled eggs. Shut up. <laughs> right, I'm emailing the picture of the eggs so I can post it in the chat so people can see them before I eat them all. All right. Well, these are amazing. So, um, how are you? Good. <laughs> Doing good. Marveling at that. <laughs> yeah, how have you been, Mad? What have, what have you been up to for the past, I guess, so months since we've um, chatted? Things good? Things are good. Um, 
I, I have to get this out of the way and tell you this because I know that it'll just this will really blow your minds. But I just got off of an anti gravity treadmill before I came here. What? <laughs> what the hell is that? Anti gravity treadmill? How do you... So I, I think I told you guys at one point that I. I uh, rolled my ankle just really stupid. Yeah. I, I stood up from my kitchen table and just like hit the floor really hard. I know it was most like yeah. the horrible injuries are. It's like I wasn't yeah. really doing anything. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> it's my, just stupid old person injuries. And my wife thought that I was like completely loaded because it was like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I was like stumbling around the kitchen like a zombie. <laughs> and I like went to turn off the light and I hit a wine glass into the sink and it shattered everywhere and it was just, you know. Not a good scene. Oh man! <laughs> and it was all because of the damn ankle. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I've been I've been rehabbing that, and today they put me in this crazy contraption where you like step into these little shorts, and there's a the the whole treadmill is inside a bubble. From your waist down, you're inside this bubble that they inflate. And what? it lifts you up so that you have less impact while you're running on this treadmill. It was a wow. Wait, so are your feet touching a treadmill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the treadmill like normal. But it's in the bubble. But you're in the bubble from the waist down. Oh, that's so cool. So you like hardly weigh anything technically. I mean, yeah, you like lift it up off it. Wow. Wait, so are you like dangling <laughs> from the ceiling? No, 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 no. The, it, the, the, you're, you're in these shorts that are part of the bubble. So it kind of like raises you up. <laughs> Do they inflate the bubble after you get into it? Yeah. I am so confused by this. I want to look up <laughs> bubble treadmill. I've, I've never even heard of such a thing. I hadn't either, but I, I saw it. That is awesome. Last week, I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> Where did you even see that? It was at, at my uh, at, at my uh, physical therapist. Okay. Yeah. So I want to try that. Yeah. So anyway, I know you guys run, and I <laughs> thought you might appreciate it. Well, so did you feel like you were getting exercise inside the bubble? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was like totally normal, except I just wasn't like trashing my ankle by like pounding down on it every single yeah. time. Now I just yeah. picture it's like you know Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Like I'm running incredibly fast right now. Well, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I felt like the six million dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> Where your feet are barely touching the ground. <laughs> The six million dollar man. Sorry, that reference. I just now I'm thinking about that. I forgot all about that show. Oh, it's amazing. There's no way you could build that guy for six million dollars now. <laughs> it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. What was the six million dollar man? You don't. Oh, are you just a little bit too young oh, for that? Yeah, you must have been. I think so. Okay, he's the Bionic Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Steve, mm-hmm. Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, he's like put back cold together. Steve Austin. No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! I'm trying to contribute. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kind who, of a reference. Who, who knew? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, 70s TV show. Okay. Yeah. So he was like built back together. He was like kind of like a cyborg For $6 almost. million? Dollars? Yeah. For $6 million. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he had like a bionic eye and he had, you know. And like, then the sound that. I'll find it here. Yeah. And they would like, he 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 was kind of a crime fighter, sort of. All right. Yeah. Yeah. A very expensive crime fighter. He got into a really big, big tussle with Bigfoot one time. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. He did fight Bigfoot. Yeah, he did. We have already been talking about Bigfoot today. Because Greg is going to try and find Bigfoot in this camping trip that he's going on. <laughs> and also, uh, in Russia, they are claiming that they have found uh, Bigfoot DNA on some tree bark outside of a city. That's the sound when he, like, throws something uh-huh. in oh. slow motion. Yeah. Or if he jumps over, like, some giant. Yeah. So that's, okay. that's basically how I entered the building. <laughs> you should have just put that on your iPod and just <laughs> run with that. 
<laughs> so, um, oh, and what is the right? So I have a drink for you here. Yes, I would like a sip of this. Um, at present, this is called Sun Shower Punch. Sun, sun shower, shower punch. punch. Yeah, because it's like totally Oregonian. Like you look into the uh, into the, into the forecast and they'll oh, say yeah. periods of sun showers. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly it. It's gloriously brilliant outside, and all of a sudden it starts raining, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so I called it that. I'm thinking I might change it to endless summer. I like Ooh. that. Yes. Um, I can so see that on a T-shirt. It's <laughs> vodka, black tea, uh, lemon juice, a little simple syrup, and soda water. And so it's got all the alcohol and twice the caffeine. Oh, my God. Oh. That is delicious. Yeah. Oh, this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is one of those ones that you can just chug right down. Yeah. That's what like, it, you, when you bring in these drinks, they're always so good. They are – I could – yeah, I could easily drink a pitcher of this. Yes, this tastes like – I realized it. Honestly, for as much alcohol as there is, there is in it, yeah. I can't taste you any can't alcohol. Taste it. Yeah. yeah. I cannot taste – th- it just tastes like so a delicious – good. It tastes like an Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. It's called a sun shower right now. Yeah. That's what is on the menu, but I'm thinking about. It just occurred to me as I was in the bionic <laughs> treadmill, like, like maybe I should change the name of that. <laughs> in your bubble and the summer. Oh wow! <laughs> now you have a soundtrack. <laughs> now every time Matt comes on, we're gonna have to play that. So as summer turns into fall, will the endless summer slash uh, sun shower punch still be available? Yes. So here's what's going on. The reason I brought you these two items mm-hmm. today is that we have started um, in September. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 6 to 8, we have a $5 happy hour show in the ballroom. And included in that is a whole list of $5 specials, <gasps> including amazing. $5 this, uh, punch, and the deviled eggs, and a zillion other food items, as well as... So you're telling me I can get five deviled eggs for $5? They're a buck a piece, yeah. Wow. That <laughs> That's dangerous for Sarah. That's more dangerous than the drink. Um, $5. Another round, please. <laughs> uh, $5 mac I get cut off for deviled eggs. <laughs> the, other, the other customers Ma'am, would like some eggs, enough. too. <laughs> Just keep them coming. Give me all of them. <laughs> God, you make me sound like an egg monster. <laughs> well, no, that's a really good price, though, because I've had double yeah. eggs around town where you only get... <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever done a deviled egg review of Portland. Like, no, seriously, around. there's like there's this place in town that I've gotten deviled eggs at before, and you only get three, and it's like $6. Yeah. And it was just, it's like three bullshit, and it isn't even like yeah. full eggs. It's like yeah. three halves of an... E- one and a half eggs for $5. Yeah, that's no good. No. That is bullshit. You know what? Two and a half eggs for $5 is totally worth it. <laughs> Don't get her started. <laughs> and don't you get me started. <laughs> but that is a wonderful so, deal. Right? Awesome. So tonight, um, so I- anyway, so we also have uh, $5 wells and uh, wine as well as the punch and then the whole list of food. Um, and tonight, for your entertainment pleasure, we have a band called the Ukuladies. You talked about them uh, the last yes. time I think you were in here. Yeah, they are they are awesome. So yeah, all all female ukulele troupe. That is ukuleles. so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hilarious. That's a I, I love plays on words. The ukulele. Um, and later this evening. So that's uh, earlier. That's, that's during the that's happy hour time. Eight. From six yes, to eight. Yes, and then um, at. 8.30, I believe, um, we start karaoke from hell. <gasps> yeah! And so that made me wonder, 
what are well for for anybody who doesn't know yes that's karaoke with a live band they have a very deep deep list of it songs can, it, it like makes badass. your dreams come true if the, you ever you know if you ever want to feel like a rock star yep. yeah you're a rock star for a song you are for for a song everybody's eyes are on you you have your own band they, also, right. they sing backups they play like the the exact guitar tone for white wedding oh, and then yeah. next thing you know they're, they're like playing like you know nirvana or like be my baby or whatever you know it's it's all over the map their list is um and you know like when could you get up and sing iggy pop songs with a live band oh right. yeah yeah it doesn't happen i sang um i did karaoke from hell once a while back and i was so nervous but like they make you feel so comfortable when you're up there but, oh, yeah. uh, i sang cheap trick surrender yeah and it, some, then one of the guys was like singing the backup vocals too yep. it was so awesome. awesome yep yeah i really did feel i, I felt like a rock star yeah and mm-hmm. and just to to make things take a little weird turn every now and again trace who is the owner of voodoo donut he's in the band and the MC, he's like basically the the KJ. <laughs> if you can imagine. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, he's and your backup singer as well. Oh, he is like one of the most like Portlandy Portlanders that yes. has ever existed. Oh, yeah, he created Voodoo Donuts. That's yes, about as, yeah, that's about as Portland as you get. That and karaoke from hell. It's like, yep, you've pretty much uh, shaped Portland into what it is. You've topped out Portland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I was thinking about this. I wonder if they would have this song because I've got a new karaoke song I've been doing. And if you listen to the show, you know Sarah and I are karaoke fans. Um, but I've gone a different direction, and I've started. I've started doing this song, "The Highwaymen," "The Highwaymen," "The Highwaymen," basically. Yeah, that main song with the all four by the Highwaymen by, by the Highwaymen. Yeah. yeah, but but changing my voice for each person. To try to match like Willie and Waylon. Yeah, and no, I think Cash. that's reasonable. Yeah, that is really good. I think you should probably practice, though. No, I'm not going to do it here. Come on. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me about five more of these, and then uh, right. five more summer showers. I know. Gosh, then that uh, would probably happen. Sun showers going down real quick. That would probably mm. happen. But, well, uh, are you going to yeah. be singing tonight, Matt? That's the burning question. You know, I've I've yet to 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 mount the stage. You have to <laughs> <laughs> mount the stage, <laughs> but you totally should. That did sound kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stripper, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've sung that before too. That one was more awkward. <laughs> As the girls like spinning around a pole next to me, I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. I've to never sang stripper, okay? It's less pressure because nobody gives a shit about what you're right, doing. They're yeah. just watching the naked chick with her boobs swinging around yeah, 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 yeah. next to you. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it's a it's not as it's not as satisfactory as getting to sing in front of a live. Yeah, band. you're not going to be the center of attention. You with are that. not the yeah. center. You are invisible. You can't. <laughs> nobody sees. They're you. the annoying person blocking somebody's view. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me. I, I was in a band in college, a, a, a cover band. We toured all over the state and just like played like shitty dive bars everywhere. But we got hired to play in Vancouver uh, the Crossley Bowl which is the bowling alley on Officers Row Okay, nice. and they would put us on the pin end so nobody cared at all oh yeah <laughs> and we would play like these like three four hour sets of just like everybody just like, you, we'd get done with the song and all you would hear was pins crashing oh <laughs> it's amazing you guys are a great audience that's, that's yeah. incredible <laughs> did they set you up in like what an, an unused lane yeah yeah like it's, a, it's down at the pin end yeah 
You guys have probably never seen Josie and the Pussycats, but that's the oh, beginning yeah. of. Oh, that's the beginning of <laughs> oh, the show awesome. where they're playing in the unused lane at the bowling alley too. Oh, yeah, no, I've never seen the movie. I, oh, the I, movie. That's yeah, awesome. No. That is awesome. Yeah, oh. I have nothing that compares to playing at a bowling alley. That's badass. <laughs> I, I played at a place in Gresham one time where they booked Courage, my band Courage, which is very loud. But they booked us to play there in this tiny little. We did. We had never been out to the place. And they wanted us to play a three-hour set. So we're like, all right, fine, we'll, we'll come up with three hours. And we went out there, and the bar was tiny, and they they usually have, like, folk music in there. Yeah. And so we turned it up to play, and constantly throughout the entire show, it's, it's just people complaining, it's too loud! It's too loud! And it's just these old people in there. We were the worst match ever oh for this God. bar. <laughs> but we had to fill the three hours or we weren't getting paid. So we did it anyway. It was, like, down to basically acoustic. Like, you guys are a great audience! And some, like, unplugged. old dude in the back, like, basically flipping us off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awful. Well, didn't you just have a resurgence of... Another band that you were doing the what was the wizard band that you were talking about? The wizard band? Yeah. Do you mean me? You. Oh yeah, no that was that was that that that, that may have been a one time. I want only that affair. to be a thing because I wanted what was the what was the name? Wizards galore. Wizards galore. <laughs> Tell me, my friends, have you ever heard of a better band name than Wizards galore? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, we we surprise. We basically just like pranked our friends and came on stage dressed in full wizard regalia and had an entire set of of kind of like early 70s you know like that hard blues wizardy sounding like <laughs> music i like any like music that's described yeah. as wizardy oh yeah no that is i mean like zeppelin and early black sabbath yeah, that's, that's exactly. wizardy music yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah we, we just we accidentally started playing this kind of music, and then we were like, "Oh my god, it sounds like wizard music!" And then it was like, "We're wizards galore!" And we like it was just a, it's like the, the oh worst kind of like in joke gone awry because like we would just get together and like die laughing for like three hours, and then finally we're like, "We really gonna do this?" Okay, so it might never ever happen again. Who knows? All right, if it is happening again, you better let us know cause, yes. because yeah. wizards galore should totally open for courage at some point. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Wizards galore! <laughs> um, so, that would be magical. <laughs> so, Sarah, what's your worst? Like, your, what, what, what's your the, the worst karaoke k- moment? Karaoke moment, like, like forgot everything. We're too loaded to actually. I have like, two. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if how, how drunk I am. I will always sing the song. <laughs> if, if I'm like having to prop myself against the wall, I will sing the fucking song. But um, <laughs> no, I remember one time I tried to sing um, Spice Girls. I did like uh, the Spice Up Your Life, like people of the world, Spice Up Your Life. That is the hardest song. Don't ever anyone who's listening, don't ever try to sing Spice Girls. You think it's going to be e- there's some because there's five of them. Yeah. And they're all like overlapping singing and it's so like the time the pacing and stuff that was awful. Another time I was trying to sing as a joke, uh Toby Keith's brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Oh yeah. And nobody quite got the joke. Oh and people were like, Fuck Toby Keith. I'm like, Oh no, I was just singing it because I was joking and I worked at a country radio station and had to play it all the time. <laughs> no, then they think you're serious. Yeah. They don't they get those. the irony. That's like when I wear my uh shirt that I got off of six dollar t shirts, the um Obama can't take these guns away and it's got arrows pointing to my biceps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is hilarious and obviously meant as satire uh, just because it's funny. Yeah. Um, but n- some people don't get that. <laughs> I got some really dirty looks the last time that I wore that out. There was a group at a table just glaring at me. I don't think they understood what I was trying to say. 
I was just like, no, it's my my arms. Those are my guns. They didn't get that. <laughs> like, did. It was just awkward. I don't understand and you, your humor. And if you have to explain it, then it's just yeah, it's it's twice not, as it's bad. It's not, not funny anymore. No, no. <laughs> it's like, no, I, no, it's not a political statement. Let's talk about my biceps. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, somebody it just sounds bad. You, like. <laughs> it was just bad. Yeah, so I tried to sing to it because I knew the song so well and I'd always wanted to sing it. Yeah. Because I had to play it and record it because uh, when, when I worked in country radio in 2002, yep. um, that was when that song came out and it was like post 9-11. So all of them were like, you know, because that song was like, yeah, we'll yeah, put yeah. a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Yeah, that's the, that, that one, the, uh, Shocking Y'all. Oh, yeah. That was the other one. Shocking Y'all. I don't know if I remember that one. That was another one, one of the And then there was Daryl Worley. Brought to, or there was, uh, I'm proud to have be you him. forgot. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> God damn. The, when I was working, that was all that played. Between oh. that and like Kenny Chesney, then it would be wow. American Girls. I it was I had to record that so many times on little cassette tapes for people to mail them out to them because yeah. people could call and request songs. You get you would mail them out to them. Yeah, that was my job. I had to sit there and how did play. they get away? Isn't that a? I'm not, I mean, this was a long time ago. I'm yeah. just asking. Isn't that illegal? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Listeners would like send in a letter or they'd call in and request a, a copy of a particular song, and I'd have to go into like the recording booth, tape it onto a cassette tape. <laughs> Hand label it, mail it to them, put a sticker inside of it, <laughs> wow. and then send it their way. Huh? Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, I'd so I had to do that like a hundred times for that fucking Toby Keith song. Brought to you courtesy of the Red White. Brought to you courtesy. It seems the Red like you're kind of traumatized by. I am a little. Like bit. it's a little bit ingrained. Like in it's you. kind of a love hate thing. I you know what? Yeah. You know what might really help you? Hmm. It's another devil egg. Oh, oh God, no! Don't soothe those uh, I'm hurt feelings. I'm pacing myself. I'm pacing myself. <laughs> Sarah, just, just swallow it. Just mm. swallow the swallow, just swallow the, it whole. The pain, you know, the pain. <laughs> the, just like just keep it inside. There's nothing more American than uh, deviled egg, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think you should have another one. Damn right. I you will. Don't, how many, you can't had, rush me. <laughs> don't rush me. Are you fighting the urges? No. Have you had a bad? Are, all right. Have you guys had bad karaoke experiences? Yeah. I mean, I've had the the drunk ones those ones but they don't matter to me because i'm i'm drunk enough where i'm like i don't care you know i don't yeah. care at that point mm-hmm. if it's terrible and i don't really know how awful i am until the next day i think about it i'm like oh oh that was probably really bad yeah that, that didn't sound good um probably one of the worst ones is it depends on the karaoke room on how the people are because i went to this bar it's closed now in portland it was that uh the one off of stark i, I can't remember the name it, it'll come to me oh, holman's on holman's on um on uh, Are you talking Holgate. About, on Holgate. Yeah, I know yes. the one you're talking Grandma's. about. That one. Grandma's. Grandma's. Yes. Yeah, in the yeah. basement? Yeah, yeah, in the basement. I think oh, that yeah. place is closed now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been closed for a while. But yeah, I was down there singing, and it was, a, it was a couple of people, and we just happened to stumble upon it, and we're like, yeah, let's go sing some karaoke. This will be fun. Not knowing that it was a very serious, dedicated crowd of like six people, and that's their place to sing karaoke. Yeah. So newcomers are not welcome. Not welcome at not all. Not welcome. And I sang, I think I sang uh, the Dukes of Hazard theme song just because I thought it would be fun. Trying to find a real crowd pleaser. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, who's, who's going to hate this? You know, they're not going to hate it. And it's not that hard to sing. Hated it. They hated it. They, <laughs> Did they actively like boo you? They actively glared at me and got up and then walked out of the room while I sang. Wow, so you drove just them my out? I drove them out of the room. And I never got to get back up again, despite the fact there was just like six of them. I mean, the rotation should have been about every uh, half hour or so. Never got back oh, up. Somehow that, I was always at the bottom of the list. That's like uh, at the E-Room. Did you guys ever go to the E-Room? 
the Egyptian club oh, yeah. on uh, I, the lesbian bar. Yeah, I used to live right across from it. Yeah, well, they had karaoke on the weekends, and <laughs> and they would be if, if like if I had a couple of lesbian friends who would go there all the time, and you know, like me and my fellow straight friends would go, and like you know, guys and girls or whatever, and my lesbian friends always got to get up and sing, and we would just sit there for hours, never getting our <laughs> try names being called. a guy and they would in that circle bar. Over, oh, I'd imagine. Yeah, because yeah. I I also had had some lesbian friends I went in there with, and same thing, karaoke. I didn't even bother at a certain point. I'm just like, yeah, that, they're not. I'm, I'm not going to get in there. Yeah, there were some angry ladies that worked there. There were some. They were. They were very <laughs> angry. Ladies, yes. Yeah. Although I will say that men's bathroom was the most spotless men's bathroom I've ever been in my life. And that women's <laughs> restroom was... was the most disgusting fucking thing I have ever seen. It was so dirty and so gross. There was like there would be like poop everywhere. Oh, what? <laughs> and women. Yeah, it was. It was disgusting. Like, and you know, a lot of ladies were getting busy in the bathroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. so there were a lot of. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Flung tampons that you could tell were taken out in the heat of the moment. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! They <laughs> should have gone to the awful. men's room. There was nobody in there. Okay, maybe. Okay, I'm gonna. It was I'm just disgusting. gonna like ask you a question sure. here that, that's been puzzling my entire staff for a very long time. Do it. Why do we continually find women's underwear? That is not sullied in any way in the trash can in the women's room. Perfectly good women's underwear left behind. That's weird. It happens repeatedly. Is it in the women's room or in the men's room? In the women's. So you're finding, and it's, I mean, just Un- to and say you said this, unsullied. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's clean looking. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I have it's, no it's not idea. Like, you know, it's not. It's, it's, it's not like they had an accident or something, or not an accident, yeah. or they're like realize they're going to get lucky and they got to get rid of this pair of underwear that like have holes in them or something. Right. Yeah. You know, like, I uh, honestly, Matt, I have no idea. It's really, really baffling. Does it? Do you think it's maybe the same they person? change their underwear? Maybe they do know. Maybe they bring an extra pair. But why would they throw it away? Because they probably don't want to carry... Maybe they've been wearing those underwear and they're not dirty, but they're like, oh, snap, I just met somebody and I have my clean <laughs> pair of underwear in my in my purse, so I'll take off my dirty ones, put on my new ones, and then go home. <laughs> All right. That's the only thing I could think okay. of is wow. maybe they're okay. changing their underwear so that they aren't... So that there's well, no... Let me ask you this. Do no. you think it's the same person? Is no. it the same... Okay, they're this different sizes. Cereal. And, no, yeah, this is just completely... Huh. And it has no tie-in with the person who was at a Kebu square dance fundraiser and decided to do a little trim-up job in the ladies. <laughs> so we walked in and it was just oh like a pubic hair explosion. God. That was completely God, disgusting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> somebody, somebody was like square dancing and they looked across the room and they were like, I think things are starting to get a little magical here. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Things wow. happen, and people take. I, I, there's so many st- layers to that. They I mean, like they scissors? have scissors. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> who cares? If it's like I might need to trim my pubes later. <laughs> Got to well, bring my trimmers. Such a nice establishment too. That's yeah. funny that people are doing that. I oh, I yeah. can only imagine some of the stuff that you would find. Like people are weird, yeah. man. Trimming in the bathroom. People are yeah. no. People are weird. People are gross. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Especially girls. Girls can be like are the women's like, bathrooms usually you... dirtier than the men's. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a, there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more paper left behind. Mm-hmm. There's just like the floor is just wrecked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, we did find at a table somebody once left behind a 
couple that was sitting next to each other when they left, they left on the table the package for like a slip on finger vibrator with multiple oh, yeah. attachments. <laughs> it's called Fingos. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, you only imagine what those fingos were doing. Yeah, in there. They, but they just left the package. They, you know, like, oh, they already took it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh. they, they've been sitting there. Oh, yeah. The whole, yeah. Somebody and, been fingoing. Oh, <laughs> which man. was really tough because you know, like they were looking at the bar too. Oh so, God! It's like uh, that's what's been going on over there for the past half an I, hour, huh? I made eye contact with them. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend once. That, not friend is a loose term. Like an acquaintance who was bored, like had one of those like vibrating things that you can put inside of your underwear and then somebody else can control it. Oh, yeah. And oh. like, a, like so the boyfriend can like control it and be like, oh, and she's like, yeah, and I'm wearing it right now. I'm like, gross, Ew. not hanging out with you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, in what way do you think I'd want to know that you have a vibrator <laughs> yeah, that your boyfriend might turn on at any moment? Oh, I'm like, wow. Don't want to see you being pleasured yeah, right now. That is more info than anybody should <laughs> right? have. Right? <laughs> Hence, acquaintance. <laughs> so we got karaoke from hell. Yeah. Karaoke from Folks, don't leave your underwear in the bathroom, please. <laughs> or if you do, maybe tack a note onto it and give Matt an explain explanation. Why? If you are one of the people out there doing this, just leave an anonymous note explaining. Yeah, or send us an email, please, because I'm seriously, I'm a woman, and I yeah. don't leave my underwear anywhere. I would like to know why you're sticking your clean underwear in the garbage. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it just seems like a perf- waste of perfectly good underwear to me, but I, yeah. I don't know the situation. Yeah. The economics just don't make sense. I mean, you already have it. You bought it. You paid for it. Yeah. It's you true. Know, I mean, everyone needs – you need every pair of underwear you've got. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. the laundry day comes quicker than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> karaoke from hell happening tonight at Secret <laughs> Society, 116 Northeast Russell Street. Uh, what else is coming up? What else is coming up? We've got a really good show coming up. Um, do you have our calendar up? I do. We have a really have good one up. coming up with uh, – it's a free show that happens to be during – that infernal PBR pa- uh, festival oh, that, yeah. yes. that popped up out of nowhere. Um, keep going down. It's uh, eyelids and keep going. There we go. Wild Bells, Eyelids, and Paradise. So Eyelids is a band um, that consists of uh, Chris Lissereko, who was in um, – Seminal band uh, Sprinkler. Oh, awesome! Way back in the way back, yeah, um, yeah. and moved on to uh, you know play with Guided by Voices and a zillion other offshoots of that sort of thing. Um, it's him uh, and Jim Talstra and John Moen who uh, are two of the Dharma Bums. Also, and, oh yeah, and John Moen also plays drums for the Decemberists. Fantastic, like wow. fantastic pop rock band. Um, they're and, uh, yeah, so that's a free show on uh, Saturday, September 27th. Dur- it, it, we, we, we had that show on the books, and then they announced that festival. Oh, fuck. Uh, and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and Wild Bells are also a very fantastic band. Um, and it's the uh, singer's, like, 50th birthday on that one. Hopefully it's 50 and not 40 or else you're going to feel really No, bad. it is. It okay. is. It is, for sure. I know that for sure. Okay. Um, so this is, like, old school, like, like really great Portland rock night. And, awesome. Um, and it's free. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. It's super fun. Hell, yeah. So come September 27th. And more importantly, come sing tonight at Karaoke yes. from Hell and see yes. the ukuladies, the most adorable name that I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's happy hour. And, and get some double dice. Yeah, and and as I was saying, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights, six to eight. Always have a happy hour show. 
five awesome. bucks, you get five dollar happy hour, everything. Yeah, I'm telling awesome. you, you need to have one of these. Uh, this no, drink is incredible. Yeah, it's already it's way Sun stronger shower. than I thought. Sun shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's already doing its job because I feel amazing right now. Five dollars. That is oh, that is badass. So good. And you can see the calendar and everything. Secretsociety.net. Let's go there. Check it out. Go say hi to Matt. Go in there. Bottom line. Yep. That is that Just is. Don't don't trim in there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that at home. Tell us why you left your underwear there. <laughs> um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Early show tomorrow. Early show tomorrow, so we'll be on live listeners. Uh, we'll be on at about 10.30 a.m. tomorrow, Pacific time. You're welcome, Greg. Yes, thank you, Sarah. So Greg can get out to the wilderness and get eaten by a Sasquatch. Probably. Yes. Yes. I hope it's just eating. There's, there's terrible Be things. Steve Austin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Greg, you're still looking for your sound. Yep. Now I'm going to find that. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. You guys are awesome. We will be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. You're such a weirdo. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.